Hello and welcome to a Judge's Guide podcast previewing the 2022 FIFA World Cup. This is groups E through H. If you have not listened to episode one, we previewed groups A through D in that one. It makes sense. It was done alphabetically. We are not breaking the mould. I am your host, Richard Churchill. I am joined once again by rugby fan, Tottenham fan, and uh, uh, Bet UK fan. In fact, we're all Bet UK fans now. I'd love to get a Bet UK sponsorship. Uh, James Kennedy. Yes, thanks for having that for the second half. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Adam Walker, Birmingham City fan and uh, now Hannibal Medjbury, uh disciple. Uh, Walkie, we're in for maybe fewer bets this time round. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Uh, and Aaron Crosby, Man United fan, um, Argentina believer. Uh, Aaron, this one... We could have some arguments, I think, because you believe strongly in Argentina and I have a very strong belief in a different team we're going to discuss tonight. Well, looking forward to having that argument with you. Great. Well, uh, with no further ado, uh, we're not quite there on the argument front. However, uh, we will discuss Group E. Group E uh, is... Christ, it's not a good start, is it? Who's in who's in Group E? I've lost me. I've lost my document. Spain, Spain, Spain Germany, Germany, Japan, Costa Rica. Thank you. That's Sorry, I was I was getting mixed up between the Belgian group. Spain, Germany, Japan, Costa Rica. This, I think, gents, is the group that is easiest to discuss. Spain and Germany go through. Japan and Costa Rica go out. There isn't really much more to add other than in what order Spain and Germany will go through in. Uh, and then obviously, as to how you think they may fare in the tournament, Walker, you're a big proponent of Spanish football, the Spanish game, even the Spanish men's team. Um, I I personally think Germany will do better than Spain. I think Germany are going to win this group. Do you agree or disagree? I, I do agree. And yeah. If we had a time machine and we could go back a week, you could get a fairly decent price on, on Germany to win the group. That's that's somewhat closed now. But yeah, I think Germany are the bet. Um, that's not to say that I don't think Spain have some components which will make them dangerous. Um, but there's, there's absolutely no buzz in Spain about this team's chances. Um, there's very much a negative kind of attitude, but... Again, there was there was the same sort of attitude going into the Euros um, when you could argue they should have got to the final, really. So um, I do think Germany will finish above them. Um, and in terms of Spain, I, I look at the squad and I think there's there's a lot of weakness in it. However, they're, they're in pretty good nick. They obviously reached the semis of the Euros, got to the final of the Nations League. They've also only lost once in the last 10 games. So they're getting results. And I think in um, Luis Enrique, they've potentially got the best manager in the tournament. Um, he doesn't really give a shit what anyone thinks, but he's, he's, he's got a way of doing things. And I think for Spain, it's kind of shit or bust. I can either see them falling at the first fence or if they manage to get past the round of 16, then I could see them going deep. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think I think Germany are the bet here. Um there doesn't seem to be much pressure on them. Um, 
it's quite a young group. It's quite an attacking group. Um, I think they've potentially got the best midfield in, in the tournament um, if they're all fit and playing well. So Kimmich, Goretzka and uh, Musiala, I think, is, is potentially a really exciting really exciting group of players. So, yeah, Germany first, Spain second. I think it would be quite a decent group to watch. Um, and, yeah, I, I do like Germany for the tournament, actually. So, them at um, nine to one, ten to one each way, I think is a decent bet. But I also will be going for the shit or bust on Spain as well. So I'm, I'm going to be backing them not to qualify um, at six point five. But also I will be having a little tickle on them each way at, um, at, at nine to one as well, um, just to just to cover myself. Okay, okay. JK, uh, Germany or Spain for you? That's an interesting, interesting approach. Love it. Um, I've actually gone to Spain to win the group, but not by you know, not with any great conviction. Um, I do I like a lot of their like a lot of players. Obviously, has always got a pretty decent midfield. I know looking at having someone like Morata up front is always going to raise your eyebrows. I don't know if he'll definitely start. It looks like he does seem to start most games, but he'll definitely been, start. Yeah, has been has been scoring. To be fair, Germany don't look like they've got a proper kind of recognised kind of similar issue to Spain in terms of. No proper out and out striker. Not that that's necessarily an issue, but yeah, I, I think Spain will win the group. But as I say, not with not with any great conviction, particularly. Um, they'll both go for easy. Costa Rica finish bottom. Um, pretty sure. Um, Brian Oviedo, I think he's still playing. Must be forty now. I think he's meant to be the inspiration. Paolo, the ghost of Paolo one shop looms large <laughs> over. Uh, over you, the team your man, your man from Arsenal still plays. What's his name? Joel Campbell. Oh yeah, they they won't be doing what they did the the like eight years ago, whatever it was. Um, so yeah, that that's 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 it really for me. Um, yeah, Spain to edge it, but a couple of yeah, a couple of other bets. But yeah, we can we can I'll move on to the teams first, I guess. A couple of other bets in the group. But yeah, sorry, I didn't know if you wanted to move on to talk about the teams. No, yeah, no, no just. Sum up this group for us. I, I, I just think this isn't a group. We, we, we don't really need to go team through team. Just sum up the group, and we can move on. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's it. I don't. A couple of again. It, I did all my card research. Again, Aaron might may well have a different view, but in my research, and it's only bet. I, I saw. I'm stop quoting bloody bet UK prices. It's absolutely <laughs> ludicrous that we're doing a. I suppose a respected betting podcast, but it's all we got to go off at the minute. Uh, Nico Schlotterbeck for Schlotterbeck for Germany. Most cards, I can't believe he's 13 to 1 with them, which seems massive looking at the who gets who've been booked over the last kind of 10 games or so. And Danny Carvajal for Spain, 8 to 1. Again, picked up a few. I've got them both highlighted as check price, probable bet. So if you can get that anywhere other than, you know, similar other than the UK, then uh, definitely worth an interest, I'd say. They're my two two bets I've picked out. But yeah, Spain to edge it, cost freak a bottom, but nothing to get excited about. Okay, there you go. Uh, Aaron, are you in agreement with Spain's budget or are you with a walking eye on Germany? No, I'm with you on Germany. Um, and a player I really like is, and it, it, it's no real sort of <clears throat> surprise, is, is Jamal Musiala. Um, I think he's been absolutely tearing it up for Bayern this season. Um, and he, I think he's as short as sort of six to one to win young player of the tournament. Um, I wouldn't want to be backing him at that price because I don't think Germany go far enough. But 
certainly some of his prices, if you if you take six to one for him being the best young player in the tournament, I think his price for um most assists in the tournament, uh, around forty to one, I think. Uh could be an angle. Um I he's, he's also like seventies for golden boot. And there's a good chance he'll finish top scoring in that team. Yeah, he's, so... he's playing in the tip as well. Another thing yeah, that I was going to highlight is ten. So ten to one for him to be top German goal scorer, I think, is a is a great bet. Um, Havertz is the is the fav in that market. Um, obviously, you know, nine, around nine to two, I want to be taking Havertz. I don't think he's very prolific. Um, I just think Musiala is in great form going into the tournament. Um, uh, sort of single handedly, sort of dragged them from the jaws of defeat against England. I thought he was really impressive in that game. Um, so, yeah, Musiala, top German goal scorer at 10 to 1 would be, uh, would definitely be a bet, uh, as well as um, to him to have the most assists uh, in the tournament at 40s. Um, couldn't put anyone off either of those. Very nice. I like that a lot. Uh, top assists at 40 to 1. Yeah, I think that's the best price that I found that you could go each way on. Um, ah, shrewd. The each way angle, not one for our US uh, followers, uh, who I think that we uh, one of, uh, <laughs> right? Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, substantially bigger. At, um, at our, you know, without wanting to, I'm sounding like a Bet UK betting ambassador. Here. <laughs> He's substantially bigger in the win-only market with Bet UK. The, um, the John Ivan Duke of Bet UK, Aaron Crosby. <laughs> uh, absolutely superb. He's substantially bigger there. I mean, in fairness, I do need to open a betting account, uh, and Bet UK will be getting my business. It seems for <laughs> as long as they deem it uh, wise, which I mean, theoretically should be forever. I'm by no means a judge. Um, okay, so. The, the the contenders seems to be Germany top group E, Spain to be a second. JK a little different. We've got Musiala there, top German scorer at tens. Uh, yes, and top assists in the tournament at forties. Um, and Walkie, what was your best bet there? Uh, I think my best bet was to either Germany to to win the group, uh, which is at thirteen to ten, or you, you can get them to. Score the most goals in the group at twenty-one to ten, which I think is a decent bet. I think quite like that. Spain will be very; they'll they'll start slowly, and you know they'll be looking to win games one or two nil. And then obviously, you know, Costa Costa Rica, you can't see scoring a lot of goals. So I think Germany to score the most in the group is a good bet. Um, just touching back on Spain, I think there is a bet I like for top Spanish scorer. So Ansu Fati for me is. Is potentially their their sort of diamond, their surprise player. He, he's for me their only real class finisher. Um, there's obviously concerns around his fitness. You know, he hasn't been playing a lot for Barca. They've only been bringing him on a sub and playing him in the kind of the odd occasional game. But every time he plays, he, he looks like he's going to score. Um, and I think if Spain starts slowly and they struggle in the first game against Costa Rica, who will just sit back, I think potentially. He could come off the bench and save them. Um, and then, you know, he's got to play then. So him to be top Spanish scorer is 14 to 1 at Hills, uh, which I think is it's quite a reasonable bet. Um, there is a risk attached to it. He, he could potentially not play any games, but I think once he gets on the pitch, he'll, he'll prove his class. I love that. Love that. 14 to 1. Ansu Fati, top uh, Spanish scorer. Superb. 
Group F is Belgium, Canada, wouldn't have thought so, lads, uh, Croatia, and Morocco. Uh, Belgium, this is the, I think, probably the last hurrah of their golden generation, or potentially, certainly potentially, um, as we see a, a whole crop of that team uh, begin to hit uh, international retirement age, uh, one can only assume. But in this group, for me, they're nailed on to go through. Famously in the last World Cup, I heavily opposed Croatia. Didn't go well. I think we can uh, we can all <laughs> agree. That wasn't the shrewdest thing I've done. Um, I'd like to thank the Argentine goalkeeper for just kicking the ball to the Croats. That was great. Really enjoyed that. Um, but I'm over it four and a half years later. Uh, but this crazy team doesn't inspire much confidence in uh, for me. Uh, it didn't inspire much confidence four years ago. It's certainly like it's just got older and hasn't added much sort of talent to it since then. It's a similar core. They're just four years older. Um, Belgium is similar, but they've got yeah. Bruyne. You have to remember, Luka Modric doesn't age them, so he is exactly the same age as he was. Potentially years, like, true. Years ago. Potentially true. Yes, potentially true. Uh, Ivan Perisic seems to age, um, as he's shown whilst playing for Tottenham this year, because uh, he's not very good all of a sudden. What happens when you come? What happens when you come to Spurs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you age, you age drastically at White Hart Lane. Uh, but I mean, in this in this group, you're looking at uh, Belgium around. Four to six, eight to eleven. Uh, you can get a bit of eight to eleven. Uh, Croatia five to two. Morocco tens. Canada twelves. Is there anything similar to the last group? Is there anything, uh, JK, that would suggest to you that uh, either of the lower ranked teams can break the uh, hold that Belgium and Croatia have on this group? Um, I've seen that there was a lot. Of, uh, you're obviously reading different things behind. Well, like not, I'm not going to say I know a lot about. There seems to be a lot of hype around Canada that. That they're going to be quite like lively outsiders, like certainly not with a view to going going all the way, but to certainly troubling, uh, troubling people in the, in the group. Obviously, they've got a couple of stars and a lot of well nobodies or like well pe- people that most probably wouldn't have heard of. So I think from whatever they seem, that I think they must have a a reasonable chance of, of an upset, but. I d- it's difficult to see. Even like are you quite right, Croatia? You know, four years old of Belgium. Are, Belgium will win this easily, I think, but that will be it for them. I don't, I don't think they're going to progress much further than the quarters. Um, Vertonghen and Alderweireld, obviously two of my two of our favourite players ever, are thirty-five and thirty-three now. I think and still marshalling the defence. Um, so yeah, they'll you know any team with De Bruyne and I'm not sure what Hazard's doing at the minute. If he's if he's back to anything like he used to be. And Adam Shea said, I think figure that was the case, but yeah, I think. They'll win. They'll win. They'll win the group easily, but but not do particularly much in the tournament. And yeah, Morocco to finish bottom would be my shout. Um, it'd be nice to buy into the Canada hype, but yeah, I, I don't think they'll be as bad as you're, you you seem to think they're going to be, which I'm sure you'll highlight. But so second, the thing interesting for Belgium is I was looking at the, like Lukaku's obviously been quite injured. I think he's injured for the opening games. They'll hopefully get a bigger price, but I can't be wrong to say this. But Batshuayi for the top Belgian scorer looks it looks like he's going to start and looks very but it's only about four to one now which is not a particularly appetizing price yeah <laughs> for anyone listening to this churchill looks like he's going to be sick on his keyboard um so yeah but he, he scored a lot in like the in like the only i was so i was surprised as you are but yeah 
De Bruyne is not isn't done firing as much as he'd probably possibly thinking. Yeah, Rom. I don't think he's going to be fit, or certainly he hasn't certainly been playing a lot anyway. So flowing out there, he's not but... going to start the first game. Yeah, he's not going to be fit. I don't think. I, I, so fine. There's an angle there on the goal scorer. I just don't think it's Batshuayi. Uh, looking at that Belgium squad, the one player that really stands out to me as a potential sort of rising star, young player of the tournament type, hasn't had a great season so far, but it's coming off unbelievable hype. Uh, is Charles de Ketelaer. Um, probably pronouncing that incorrectly, aren't I? Um, but I really like him. He's not going to bang in eight or nine goals at a World Cup, sure. But in in the role he plays in the sort of ten, the attacking role, playing maybe off the striker a little bit. I he was the one I had picked out. Is anyone does anyone think I'm a bit crazy there? Yes, no, okay. sounds so solid. I've okay. not really looked at that. Oh, I mean, sorry, so, sorry, so that's twenty five to one. Uh, and he uh, for a young player of the tournament, I think he, I think that's sort of hundred to one, which I really like. Look, he may not play, which is why you get the prize, right? But th- this is not a team that inspires a lot of injury or like fitness confidence around due to the ages uh, of so many of these Belgian players. Um, I think if he if he gets a bit of time and looks good in in say the first game, then he may start uh, down the line. And what um. What price is Trossard in that market? I haven't done my homework. I actually hurriedly went I, to like... have a look at him when I was doing my research, but he didn't. He didn't play. He comes on a sub. Like he never starts. So I think it's. I, I thought that as well. Like the logic of he's absolutely on fire. You know, Lukaku's not not fit. Like could be shown, but he doesn't seem to pl- like ever start. Uh, so that market, top Belgium scorer market, is quite well, it's, it's quite wide open. De Bruyne four, uh, three to one fab. This is using three six five prices. I know I should probably use Bet UK. Uh, but yeah, De Bruyne, three to one, Batch, Batchway, uh, 130, Burlington. Um, Lukaku, four to one, obviously taking into consideration the injury. Dries Mertens and Eden Hazard, nine to one, the pair. And Trossard, 12s. The Catalair, 25s. Um, I mean, can he, can he ignore someone who's in such good form? That that would be my that would be my shout. Seems to normally. <laughs> yeah. um, interesting. So Canada, just to talk to Canada a little bit. Uh, really exciting that they've qualified the second World Cup they've ever qualified for um, and had a good qualifying. They, they beat the US in qualifying. They um, the group, didn't they? Uh, I think they did. Unfortunately, their best player is injured and probably won't play, Alfonso Davis, um, uh, which is an absolute killer. He's unbelievably exciting. And without him, they've still got talent. Uh, Jonathan David is is a good player, like scores with the French League. Uh, scores regularly for Lille, uh, yeah. has 22 in 34 caps. Great return. Kyle Larin, see, he's a name that, like, in my head, is an MLS veteran. He's been around and he's now in his sort of like late 30s. And is, this is like a great chance for him to end his career, a bit Bale esque, right? However, he's 27 uh, and still has 25 goals for Canada. Uh, so they've got some goal scoring pedigree up front. Um, but Davis is. is the star of that team, and without him, I think they really struggle. Um, yeah, I, I think with that in mind, for me, my big bet out of this group is Morocco to qualify. I, I look at their squad, and I, I think that they're ready to to take the next step. I mean, is there a better fullback duo in the in the tournament as Ashraf? Um, I can't pronounce his name, Hakimi, and they've got the, the they've got the lad from Bayern Munich, Maserahi. Um, Bono in goal is a decent player. You know, played for Seville in European finals. Midfield is p- potentially a bit weak. Um, and then up front, you know, you're kind of relying on uh, 
and Naziri, who's in, in a bad spell at Seville, but they've got Barcelona youngster Ezielawi, um, and obviously they've got Hakim Ziyech, who has been having a tough time, but I, I do think they have got the potential to qualify at this group. I don't see Canada troubling um, any of the teams that you mentioned, Church, and it's only got to take a bit of a slip from Croatia that I, I do think that Morocco can qualify at the group, and 9-4 to four to me seems like a fair prize. Interesting. Yeah, I like I like that shout, I must admit. I like that shout. Um, just taking back to Canada very quickly, the one shout for Canada, top team goal scorer, along the themes of other bad teams that I've looked at already, is if they get uh, dumped out of the group stage, I think Canada are potentially the worst team at the World Cup. If they get dumped out of the group stage... Them in Australia. Australia. Yeah, them in Australia. I think Australia are really bad. Um how many goals are they scoring? It's possibly zero, but also possibly one or two. And therefore, I'm going to go with a man who's six foot five uh, and will be a threat at set pieces. Great. It's Stephen Vittoria, uh, who plays for Chavez. He's got two goals in 12 this season for Chavez as a uh, set piece threat. Uh, in, for Morinense, uh, both, again, another Portuguese team, 10 goals in 56 league games. He's got three in 30 caps of Canada. So he... Like he's not a defender that scores once in a blue moon. He does he does score a little bit more regularly than that. Um if they whip a corner in and you're targeting a six foot five defender, uh then you could score. So Steven Vittoria, you can back I believe he was forty to one. Um and I just think like there's a very good shout that you're getting a dead heat payout at minimum there. Thirty three to one at three six five. Um, he's also he's also your man for cards. I've got him, uh, so you can you can do your to score and be carded uh, bet at will on Mister Vittoria. Um, and I get that on it, bet you can retire off the cops. We're not quoting prices. We're not quoting prices. <laughs> I've had a little. They are. I'll tell you. I'll tell you offline. But um, yeah, he's he's the man. I've got actually got a card Trixie in this group, and then then the cards will stop. But yeah, Vittoria, Carrasco for Belgium, and Perisic for for Croatia all stood out. Um, on the on the stats and the and the prices, which we're not going to quote, but yeah, Vittoria sounds like a man. For, if he can buy his match action on the spreads, that's probably be quite exciting for everyone. <laughs> probably buy, a, a weighty buy at three or whatever they <laughs> put, put it out at. But yeah, I don't think you you can get it. But anyway, yeah, interesting. I like that. I'll look at the scorer one. That's that's I like those kind of prices. Good uh, working man. Yeah, well, exactly. So that's the thing is, I have provided. I look the at the. The likelihood is every single goal scorer I suggested will score zero goals across the tournament. There'll be a zero goals combined. I'd like a price on that. But if you can get Victoria to just knock one in, then all of a sudden you're very live on a 33 to one shot and it covers everything else. Um, okay. Anything more to add for Group F, gents? Nada. Great. We move on to Group G. We found that we found the winners. We found the winners of the tournament, gents. I know we've already had shouts for. Uh, Argentina for did you even suggest France were going to win Adam Germany Germany well Brazil are going to win I've got some news Brazil are going to win they're the best squad at the tournament there is weaknesses to the squad every squad's got a weakness their weaknesses are stronger than other teams weaknesses they've got potentially the best goal their, their fullback stronger than other teams weaknesses yes absolutely I think so I, I think year old Danny Alves Absolutely awful. Danny Alves is not going to play. Danny Alves has gone for vibes. In the same way that Chris Gunter has gone for vibes. Chris Gunter's not going to get anywhere near the pitch. Chris Gunter's not even going to warm up. He's just there to bring... He's going right back from Brazil. I don't think he will do. Um, 
And I, I, this Brazilian team is exciting. Maybe I am getting uh, swept up in the excitement of just how fucking good their attack is. Uh, that is potential. I cannot disagree. However, it is good. It is good. And their midfield is good. Their centre-backs are good. Their goalkeeper is fantastic. They are so exciting. And I'm not but even... Yet, but and yet, I don't even think... I don't even Charleston think... still gets in the team. Richardson's a fantastic... Richardson's a fantastic football is, player. Is he Rivaldo? Is he Rivaldo? In fairness, I didn't suggest he was Rivaldo. And also, he doesn't he need to be... He doesn't need to be Rivaldo. He can get in the Tottenham team. He's played most of the season with Tottenham when he's not been injured. He The first four games of the season he missed and one of those he was suspended for. Like, in, in, in the end, he is... he and, and also, you don't have to play for your club to be very good at international level, as a number of different players have shown. For a start, Richarlison, as if you're, if you're trying to hit this nerve, has 17 goals and 38 caps. That's a very good return. He is a good player and... Most importantly, the point I want to make here is I don't even think that Neymar is the star of this team. He has been in years past, but for me, the absolute star of this team is going to be the star of the World Cup, is going to win the Golden Boot. Sorry, the Golden Ball, maybe even the Golden Boot, is Vinicius Jr. He is so good. He's so good. And he is, he is going to... I'm bored with that. It's, this is going to be Vinicius Junior's World Cup. When you think back twenty in twenty years' time to Qatar twenty twenty two, you're going to think of a lot of things. But the first memory you're going to have is Vinicius Junior just running past people and scoring and assisting and just running the show. I think I, I feel very strongly about this. I think that he is going to not as he put this team on his back, but he's going to be the star of this World Cup. Um, I mean, the, there is talk, Church, that he starts from the bench. So he's not guaranteed to be in the starting eleven. Like I, I think that's nuts, right? But there is talk, unless there's talk. If they go with three up front, then he potentially doesn't start like because they have to play Jesus, Neymar, and Richarlison, which, which is nuts to me. But they are also talking about playing kind of four up front with with Neymar in behind. So then you can bring um, you can bring Vinicius in. But like even if he doesn't start the first game for me, I, I agree he'll have such an impact anyway that he will. He'll end up bossing the tournament. So, yeah, totally on board with that. And the fact that for top goal scorer, he's 33s and top assists, he's 20 to 1 um, at the prices that I've found. Yeah, to me, is absolute value if you, if you expect them to go fast. Yeah, I had, I had Vinicius Jr.'s top Brazil goal scorer at 6 to 1 as a bet. Um, obviously, Neymar's going to be short in that because he's going to take penalties. I think Neymar's around 11 to 10. Um, but yeah, if they start, I think that like a couple of other bets that have been mentioned, I think it comes with risks. But if Vinicius starts, I think around six to one for him to be Brazil's top goal scorer is is a bet. Yeah, you can you can get sevens or three six five. Uh, the bet I like is Golden Ball, as I said, play the tournament. Uh, that's 20, 20 to one at Sky Bet at Bet Victor. Uh, I haven't spoken to the lads at Bet UK, but I can see on Offcheckers they're also twenty to one. Um, yeah, I. I in the same way that I really wanted 2018 to be Mbappe's World Cup, and in a way it was, I just hope that the same thing happens here with with Vinny, um, everyone's favourite. Does anyone have any dissenting voice to give to Brazil winning this group, or I mean, winning at Canter? And if they do, who's the big threat? Is it Switzerland? Is it Serbia? Just just mentioning sort of Brazil from 
like I, I think they're going to be in the shake up. I think they're a fantastic team. You know, they they have um, riches at front, um, but I, I do think there are some weaknesses to the team. That doesn't mean that I don't think they won't stroll the group, um, and it doesn't mean that I don't think they'll they'll be involved. But I don't think. Again, I, I find it difficult that they should be standout favourites um, for the tournament. Um, just when I look at, at that back line, Thiago Silva's going to be playing. Danilo's potentially going to be playing. Who's going to be playing at right back? Um, Casemiro is the best player in his position in the world, in my opinion. Um, Bruno at Newcastle has, has looked fantastic. But there's talk that Paquetti's going to be playing in that midfield role. Uh, and then they're going to be playing four up front. And I think that could leave them unbalanced. If if they move away from playing as a team, I, th- I think that could be dangerous for them. But uh, yeah, so I, really, I, I still expect them to go deep. But I, the, I just, I wouldn't start writing their name on the tournament. Yeah. The, uh, fair enough, right? I had gone strong and absolutely fair enough. I shall retort. Alexandra is going to start at left back. Danilo's going to start. Danilo's going to start at right back. That's fine. It's not great. It's not well. Danilo's world, awful. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not awful. I'm not having that. Danilo. He is awful. He he's he is <laughs> a dreadful player. He is adequate. He's not great. He's adequate. Alexandro at left back is fine. Absolutely fine. Maybe even good. Um like I don't have much worry there. I would rather see Edo Militao start next to Thiago Silva. I'd rather not see Thiago Silva not start, but he will start. He's the captain. Um I don't but- I don't I don't think it sorry to cut you off. We don't need, I don't need to run through every single defender for 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 um Brazil. I think it's that I think, but for my two my two cents, I think they they, they are worthy favourites. I won't be backing them, but they'll be aware of them because they're going to they're going to score so many goals. The inquiry of the attack. I, I like. I was looking at Richarlison for top goal, but you guys make a a good case for, for Vinicius. Um, but yeah, I think I think I've got this group for for highest scoring group. I think I think Brazil will rain goals on quite a few people. And I was really surprised. I looked at if you look at Serbia's results recently, they've had like three games recently with over four goals or four goals or more uh, goals in every single game. Switzerland usually go overs as well. Um, I think this is going to be a very strong favourite. I don't, sorry, I'm not saying it's a favourite. I think it's, I can't remember what price is. Strong bet for highest scoring group for me. Um, I think Brazil will score for fun. Serbia clearly like a goal. Poor old Cameroon are going to get a good look, a good bet for bottom. Um, yeah, I noticed they lost to... <laughs> they look rank. Lost to Uzbekistan and drew with Jamaica in the build-up, which doesn't seem like ideal prep. Um, but yeah, I think certainly couldn't put anyone off Brazil. And the more we do this pod, the that bet on South American winner seems uh, does seem quite appealing. So Definitely. this high, highest scoring group, this is Group G, right? Yeah, um, seven to one, thirteen to two. Really? Oh. Yeah, it seems seems nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that is definitely a bet. Yeah, that's that's yes, please. That seems. Don't know. That, yeah, that seems very big. What, one other thing I did think about Brazil is that you know we, we've kind of steered clear of Neymar being star of the show, but he is going to take penalties. He's going to take all the free kicks, and if you expect them to go deep, then there is potential that he's he's going to end up very high scoring. So you can get a price on him to be golden boot and Brazil to win the World Cup and him to win the golden ball at um, 40 to 1 which I, I feel like if Brazil win and he's top goal scorer then he's going to get golden ball anyway just because yeah. of the name he is I, I think I think that's a good angle rather than just betting 
Brazil to win the World Cup and Neymar to be top scorer, which is something like 25s, I think. You know, if he has a good tournament and they win, then he's going to probably clean up on all of those awards. Yeah, absolutely. Don't hate that. Um, of the other teams, Aaron, are there any bets that stand out around Serbia and Switzerland? I mean, Switzerland come into it off the back of a very positive Euros, obviously beat France to go through um, there. And they've got some pretty decent tournament pedigree at this point between Xhaka, Shakir. Very consistent. Uh, yeah, they are very consistent. Like, I remember, and I'm not saying he's a great player, but I remember Ricardo Rodriguez looking good in Brazil in 2014. Like, this is a team that has tournament pedigree and the ability to win knockout games. Do you see them as uh, being absolutely sort of nailed on for second? Uh, I like Serbia to finish second in this group. Um, And uh, a bet that I also like is Flip Kostic, uh, top assists in the tournament, uh, six to one. Um, very good obviously like I say very good player um, and I think the fact that Serbia are probably gonna I, th- I think previous in previous tournaments uh, and certainly in, in previous years Serbia have sort of gone with just Mitrovic up front and he's been sort of the focal point obviously now Dusan Vlahovic being on the on the scene sort of forces them to to change their system a little bit and go with two up top Um and I, I think that their style of play is going to be very much getting the ball wide to Kostic as much as possible, and and him putting the ball into the box for, uh, for Mitrovic uh, and Vlahovic who are both very good in the air. Um, so I think sixty six to one around Kostic uh, for top assist in the tournament. I think it is. I mean, I don't think it. I don't think it's going to win, but I think it's certainly each way value. I think it could have a little bit of legs. Um, and I, th- I echo what everyone says about Brazil. I think they they walk this group and probably score a bookload of goals. But I think Serbia um, would be a bet to finish second. Uh, I've not had a look at the price in terms of the, the dual forecast, but I, I, I certainly imagine that Switzerland will be favourites with the bookies to finish second. And um, I'd, I'd sooner be uh, back in Serbia for, for that. Interesting. Dual forecast in this group, you can back. Uh, Brazil, Serbia at 2.7. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland is 2.37. Uh, the straight forecast of Brazil, Serbia is available at 5 to 2 with Paddy Power, uh, 94 elsewhere. Uh, it's an interesting one. Of the of the fourth team in the group, Walker, I know you gave a, a short mention for Cameroon. One bit I like is Carl Toko Ikambi, top Cameroonian scorer at sixes. It's a market I absolutely love. Obviously, it's basically been most of my bets. But I, I, I genuinely think there is a bit of value here. Abubakar is their their main man, absolutely. Uh, wouldn't argue that. Can't argue that. Uh, but How old Akambi, is he then? Sorry? He's got to be getting on, anyway. Well, they're both 30. They are both 30. Yeah. But Akambi is in good goal-scoring form. He uh, has... He, he's, he scores for Cameroon. I just think... I think the price is a bit too big. I'd have them closer together, and I probably would not have uh, Stoke legend Eric Maxim Chupamoting quite as short as he is. Uh, although, I mean, in fairness to him, he is actually scoring goals, which is unbelievable given how uh, not great, how not great he was in the UK. Um, but uh, so that's a man that could not do it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke, but can do it for Bayern Munich. So you know. I, I, do, I just yeah I do think Cameroon 
as we've said, Brazil looked sort of nailed on to win the group. I just think Cameroon to finish bottom is also nailed on. Yeah, not a short price. I, I think you can get even. Yesterday wasn't wasn't one too big. But yeah, I'd agree. I think that's I think that's a assert. You can couple uh, you can couple that uh, at seven to two and fours. So you're getting uh, good odds. Good about <laughs> you're getting about uh, eleven to eight there on the couple price. And if you like Serbia to finish second, you can get that uh, the exact uh, the exact finishing order: Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon at four to one. Anything to I, add? I like him. Just that I do like Switzerland's consistency. I think they're often underrated. But they are the European Mexicans, aren't they, really? So I see them qualifying out of the group and then getting dumped out of the round 16, which you can get at 7-4. to four, So I think I agree. I, so this group is really uh, harrowing for me in that Brazil, Serbia and Switzerland were, were in a group together with Costa Rica at the last World Cup. And I had a massive bet uh, for me on Serbia to finish out of Switzerland. 40 Serbia, in the big clash between the two of them, Serbia went 1-0 up. Uh, and then Shakiri, I think, got a brace, but he certainly scored a late winner. Was uh, that the classic um, Albanian was. eagle game? It was. So we've got we've got a replay of that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be Card City, hasn't it? Just so that was that was frustrating. But there is that. I mean, yes, there is that. Shakiri and Shaka, and I think a couple of the other uh, Swiss squad have th- those roots. And obviously, that is that that is something to mention. We didn't mention Iran versus USA in the first pod, but that is going to be a Potentially very spicy affair. Um, yeah. Okay, any more for any more on Group G? Just I know not not a working man's price, but I know it's a little bit of odds against about Mitrovic top Serbia scorer. Like that's got that's he, he scores from what I was seeing nearly all their goals. Like that looks absolute absolute lock. Um, surely surely Vlavic has got to be. A I, yeah, I don't agree at all. Uh, uh, I think Mitrovic, Mitrovic recent, recently as well has been struggling with a couple of injuries. Like he has been injured. Yeah, he has. I been. think he doesn't start the first game. Quickly retract. Quickly, we can quickly. Can we edit this? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we can't because if we could, uh, I, would, yeah. I would have edited out the bit where I didn't know the teams in the first group of the pod. Um, <laughs> Brazil, and order, quick moving swiftly, just just to, just to flag it because we've gone about the old Brazil of five to one top team to score most goals. I noticed which. Oh, I think you're saying Brazil are five to one to be top team, which is an interesting say, uh, a way of saying they're going to, to win. <laughs> yeah, no, five, uh, five to one to be the highest scoring team. Yeah, which I think that I think that jolly be yeah, that's at the moment. We're, I think it probably you definitely get a run for your money there. Cheer everything, every goal, doesn't matter who. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, the final group is Group H, and I think is the group I'm most excited about. Probably, uh, it's Portugal, Uruguay. South Korea and Ghana. I think this may have to do with the fact that 12 years ago and sort of for about eight years, Ghana were really exciting. I don't know if they still are. I haven't watched much Ghanaian football. Um, South Korea have one of the best players in the world, although he's not been one of the best players in the world for the last three months. Uh, and obviously Portugal and Uruguay are World Cup stalwarts. So this is, I think, personally, I think is a really open group. Uh, I think this is where you're going to see the biggest shock. Um, everyone's favourite... Um, uh, sort of narcissist is going to get dumped out of the group stage of the World Cup, which is going to be really fun to see, in my opinion. And not only will they get dumped out, I think they're going to finish bottom of the group. Um, I, I, I just, I really don't like anything about this Portugal team. Uh, so that is, it's a, it's a strong opinion. I get that they are eight to eleven to win the group, 
and they are 25 to 1 to finish bottom, 33 to 1 with uh, the bet. Um, we're all rushing on to get on there. Uh, but yeah, 25 to 1 is available with Coral and Ladbrokes, uh, which means you have to look elsewhere, I suppose. Um, that, so that's my hot take for this group is Portugal to finish bottom. I just, yeah, I. I don't like. I, I can't remember saying this again. I don't like the vibes. I, I just hate. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like it. Walker's trying to talk to me, but he's on mute. I, yeah. I don't. Sorry, go on, Walker. Yeah, bottom, bottom is is quite a quite a bold prediction. But yeah, what you said about the vibes. I don't know whether you've seen that footage of um, Bruno Fernandez meeting Ronaldo in the dressing room, and he kind of gives him a real limp-wristed leper's handshake and. Yeah. yeah, gives everybody else the biggest warm hug ever. So, yeah, and not not great vibes at all, is it? Really? Yeah, there's a similar clip as well. I think with Jao Cancelo in training. Yeah, today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think Portugal are far too short to top the group. I think they do qualify, but I would personally rather be back in Uruguay at two to one. I've got yeah. all I mean, over it, all over yeah. it. All over two to one. I think Darwin Nunes, um, top goal scorer at fifties, um, is a bet as well. I think that the I think he'll grab a few goals in the in the group stage. Eleven to four for him to be top Uruguay goal scorer as well. He's not even the favourite. Uh, obviously Suarez is is going to be favourite, but you know there, he's there is some doubt as to whether he'll start the first game or <laughs> if he starts he'll be like pimped out to the left. Just so they can they can squeeze Suarez in, yeah. yeah but, I, I think either way he'll he'll overcome that. Yeah, I think even if he's out on the left, I think just the the lack of sort of running in behind that Suarez is going to provide now. I think that Nunes, even if he is playing wide on the left, is going to be that sort of player that uh, that runs in behind that that make that is the player that's getting on the end of most of the chances. Uh, I think eleven to four for him to be top team goal scorer is. Uh, it's quite uh, quite a generous price. Uh, obviously, mentioned backing him top goal scorer in the tournament as well at fifties. Um, yeah, I think they top this group quite comfortably. Uruguay, I think they'll they'll beat Portugal. Um, obviously, we've mentioned the the unrest, um, just the the whole sort of the pantomime that seems to be evolving around Ronaldo. He's either it, he, he's either going to have a tournament where he backs up everything. With regards to what he's been saying, in that he's still, you know, at the top of his game. But if you are, if if you've watched United as much as I have this season, when he started, it, for me, he's just. I don't. It, it feels. It, it's horrible to say that he's finished, but he's just gone at the game. He just is. He's just too old now, and he. I'm hoping for his own sake. I, I don't think he'll ever pull a United shirt on again, but um, I, I'd be very surprised if he did anything in this tournament. And I think Portugal will just limp into second place um, and won't do anything after that. Um, but yeah, Uruguay 2-1 to one to top this group would be quite a strong bet. Yeah, I'm all over that as well. I think and this very same podcast... Four years ago, I was massively on the Uruguay train and yes. I've just bought a return ticket, basically. So, yeah, I like them to win the group at twos. I like them to potentially win all their group games at, at seven to one. I mean, I like them as top South American team. I, I've obviously got some dates around the other two big boys there. Um, 
so at six to one for them to be top South American team, I can see that. I think they've got a great spine um, as long as uh, Arujo's fit, um, Arujo and Jimenez at the back. I, I think Valverde could potentially be the star of the show. He's he's been fantastic for Real Madrid this season, doing everything. Just a midfielder that does everything. He's not an attacking midfielder or a defending midfielder. He does it a lot. Um, so I, I like him in, in a lot of the markets. Um, him to be top Uruguay scorers, um, nine to one. Um, I also like him. He can get him to score uh, three or more goals at um, nine to two. Um, so yeah, I, I'm all over all over Uruguay as well. It is a worry that Suarez is starting because like he's literally a cripple at this point. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, so- I, I think they've got a potentially good draw as well. Um, yeah, their the, the route through could be could be interesting. Um, I do think they'll keep it tight as well, though. And I think again, this is this is potentially a group of pragmatism. Um, the Uruguay manager is well known for for wanting to keep it tight. Um, Portugal manager has obviously <laughs> wasted all of that talent all these years uh, in in being very defensive. Uh, famously won that tournament without winning a group game, um, and then. Yeah, in terms of the other teams, you know, Ghana will probably keep it tight as well. So I think this is a potential as well for lower scoring group. Uh, it's actually favourite, but I still think it's a it's, it's a fair bet potentially at three to one. Um, yeah. Just very so quickly, you... just very quickly, I massively disagree and I've backed this to be the highest scoring group at 10 to one. Uh, I, think, I, I think there are goals in every game here. Um, I think that Portugal are going to get... Uh, in a bit of trouble, obviously. I think they're going to finish bottom. Uh, and I think that means they're going to throw uh, caution to the wind. They're going to concede. They're going to score. Uh, I like Uruguay to score. I, I love the Nuno shout um, that you mentioned, Aaron. Uh, I think Ghana have it in them to, to score some goals. They've got, again, there's tournament pedigree in that squad. It is aged tournament pedigree. There is no doubt. Uh, but there is still that tournament pedigree. And then with or without Son, South Korea do have goals. He is obviously a talismanic figure, but Huang is um, a relatively able deputy, I believe. And I really, yeah, I I like goals in like pretty much every game here. Um, in the using the goal, well, I'll make sure I get the model correct. I believe it's goal impact model uh, that is available. Thanks to the Gold Impact Twitter account uh, at uh, Steve Jackson. Cheers, Steve. Never met you. Don't know who you are, but it's a lovely model. Um, he's put out a load of different visualizations um, for this World Cup, um, and like he tracks loads of different sort of models that are published on Twitter. And his model is not always the best, but it's often uh, the 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 stability of it and the reliability of it is really high. Um, so putting a bit of weight into that, absolutely fair enough. It's not my model, but in the end, um, I, I, I look at that and that ranks uh, Group H as the second highest scoring group. Uh, and uh, it uh, is a value bet compared to the odds. You're getting 10 to 1 when I think he gives it about a 20% chance to be highest scoring. Sounds like he needs his hard drive checking. <laughs> that is that was, <laughs> that's, that's not the views of a Judges Guide podcast. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so, just to, just to, just to bring it back to football. Yeah, I, 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 that was about football. <laughs> completely agree with uh, just uh, completely with Adam and Aaron and and yourself. Uruguay to win this group is is a is a is a ridiculous bet. What could possibly go wrong? We're all agreeing. Portugal the odds on is just nonsense. 
Um, it completely depends. If they handle this Ronaldo situation in a, reason, a way that like people can't see at the minute, then got a chance. They basically need to drop him, um, probably oust him from the squad, which just won't happen. I might not feel obliged to play him or, or at least bring him on. Like So, yeah, I, I don't know about finishing bottom. I think that's a stretch, but Uruguay to win the group looks looks a belter. And I, I wouldn't put... Like, They've been hyped up quite a bit, but 50, 50 odd to win the tournament. I think you get. I think could definitely get a, a reasonable run. Run there adds to the South American angle as well. Um, and yeah, I wasn't quite sure about the, their goal scorer situation. I saw Cavani was still bagging a few in, but I know he's been injured. And then I didn't know what Suarez's crack was. So but yeah, if Nunes is going to play up front. Then yeah, would would definitely have a look at him. But yeah, or steam ahead, uh, Uruguay. I think. Uh, just um, group. Just just back to our favourite market of um, team top goal scorer. Are you going to nick my one? I think you might nick my one. Okay, go on. I think uh, <laughs> no, you 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 have it. Go no, go on. Portugal. No, okay, fine. Okay, I I think if Portugal do struggle and you know we've talked about the issues with Ronaldo, I think Rafael Leao, yes, team top goal scorer at yes. eight to one is a is a cracking bet. I completely agree. So my problem with that is I don't think he's going to play because they, they they sort of have to play Ronaldo. But I think he's possibly their best player, or certainly their most exciting. And player of the year. Would Fernandez play if Ronaldo didn't play? Would Bruno end up playing kind of attacking midfield sort of thing with more goal threat, or or not really? Does anyone know? Potentially, but Ronaldo's going to play. So uh, I, I, I do I do think Portugal are more suited to to be able to deal with that. You know, there there is a potential that we're, we're we're looking too much into this, and I think they could still qualify at the group. And they, they have quality throughout the team. You know, Cancelo, Diaz, their midfield's pretty creamy. But I mean, again, there's talk that Bernardo Silva might not play because they've got to wedge both Ronaldo and Fernandez into the team. So they've got they've got the players to me to be a really successful team. Um, I was quite surprised by some of the, the players that didn't make it, but it's still a very very um, Strong squad. I so, mean, I agree. I just this has, I just it just has blowing up. Uh, yeah, exactly. Potential. And like, there's there's absolute. The, the manager should have left like six years ago. Like <laughs> yeah. he, he's been holding them back as a nation just because he won't allow them to play football. So yeah, there, there's so many things going on that I just don't think that the quality of that squad can overcome it. But potentially it could. Uh, I do have another team team goal scorer bet. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the player because uh, he's... Can't pronounce it? No, I can pronounce it. I just... I I, I don't like to speak of uh, people that have raped women. But the Arsenal midfielder that plays for Ghana, um, <laughs> unfortunately, is a good bet to be top team goal scorer, I think. Uh, their goal... Oh, rapey group. Trying to get us luck, trying to get us sued. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sue me, you cunt. Like, don't rape women. I don't know. Is that controversial? You, yeah, um, the guy uh, has 14 goals in 40 caps for Ghana. The only other players that have scored more than him in the squad are Abidi Pele's sons, who are somehow both still playing, Jordan and Andre Ayew. They're the only ones that have got goals, uh, more than 14 goals in that team. In fact, the, there's only three players that have got more than four international goals in that squad. Um, so maybe my shout for Portugal to finish bottom was not looking great. But I do like... I do like that market actually, Church. It's something that I did marked because I think in the forward areas, um, Inyaki Williams is obviously going to be playing for Ghana. I don't know whether he'll start, but he's probably the best non-goal scoring forward in the world. 
and then yeah, you've got the IU brothers that they've, they've literally got no goals in that in that forward line. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was looking at another one, which was the lad from from Ajax who who plays very attacking midfield. Um, Kudus. Mohamed Kudus, yeah. yeah. Um, just, you know, if it wins, you can say Kudus to me. But um, Kudus, no. yeah, I, th- I think him at, him at 11 to 2 is, is worth a bit as well. Great. Well, maybe I should actually just stick with that instead of fucking putting mud in my mouth. Um, <laughs> Mohamed Kudus, you can actually back, you back him at, uh, at 3 to 5 at 6 to 1. Right. Uh, any more for any more on Group H, gents? No. Best bets then. So, Give us the best bets of, the, of this particular episode. So your best bets through Group E to H, please. Uh, my best bet is Vinicius Junior, obviously, uh, to win. Uh, I'll go. With, I'll go with Golden Ball. Is that a best bet? That's my favourite bet. Is Vinicius Junior to win Golden Ball at twenty to one? Your longer shot. I mean, my my best bet in all of that is Uruguay to win the group, like two to one. Uruguay yeah. to win the group at two to one. Is that your World Cup nap? Let's say yes. Okay, Aaron, your yeah. uh, let's do it. Your World Cup now. Yeah, d- d- certainly this this episode, Uruguay to um, to win the group would be the best bet. Um, World Cup nap. Uh, going back through the bets now. Uh, I'm going to go. Latero Martinez, top goal scorer. Love it. love it. Absolutely love it. JK, you're welcome now. Can't disagree with, with, with Aaron's shout there. Um, also can't disagree with the Uruguay shout, but in the interest of of being uh, a little different. Um, oh. There, there's a crime, James. I had Uruguay to win the group lined up as an app, but that 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 eight, I think it's eight, that eight to one on on the highest scoring group, Brazil's group is is seems far too big to me. Okay, so, so um, just so just I to think... I put up highest scoring group Group H. Uh, JK's put up highest scoring group Group G. Uh, Adam put up lowest scoring group Group A, and JK also put up lowest scoring group Group B. So yeah. not necessarily contested, but that is a nice bet. I like that bet. Uh, group G uh, is your nap highest scoring group. Uh I'll tell you what, for my nap, I'll put me down for Denmark to win their group. That's the nap. But Denmark to win the group. Uruguay to win the group. Adam's nap. Be a chunky Adam's double going on that. Uruguay, Denmark double. That is nice. Sorry. Winning continent as well, South America. I think we've we've all come other than other than Walkie, I think we've we've all sort of come to the agreement that it, it's gonna be sort of Brazil or Argentina, or they're both gonna be there or thereabouts. So I think the two to one around the winning continent being South America is is probably solid as well. I like probably. that a lot. Uh, to, to go to go against that, I will take the final to be European at um, seventy four. Great, <laughs> good. Uh, that's your nap gone against. Uh, but yes, lovely stuff. I'm going to take my man Salim Al Dazwari uh, to be top Saudi goalscorer at nine to one. That was a bet that I spent so much time researching that I basically have to put it in as my nut. Were you researching his record or just how to pr- pronounce his yeah, name? Well, I failed. I keep failing. I keep putting the W after the S. Um, and finally... Game, it can't have taken you long. They've scored about eight goals in 20 games or something. <laughs> I had to research more than that. I read Mohamed Khashoggi's preview, for Christ's sake. Um, uh, finally... 
James Kennedy, who's going to win the World Cup? Who will they beat in the final? And how far will England go? And who's going to win the golden ball? Christ. Argentina in the World Cup. Um, I can't, I can't, I don't know exactly who they can play in the final. I wouldn't okay, say. I don't, care, I don't care about that. I, I, the, uh, Argentina, England will get to the semis. England's the semis um, and golden ball. And golden ball. If Argentina win it, even if, if Argentina gets anywhere near the final, Messi is an absolute cert. So we're, we're going for Messi's for the golden ball as well. Okay, Aaron. Same yeah, thing. Argentina, the winner. Messi, golden ball again. England quarterfinals, I'm going. I uh, don't think they make the semis this time around. And Adam Walker. Um, England to win the World Cup. Right, beating right. Germany in the final. <laughs> I I will Amazing. also go with Vinicius Junior to be top goal scorer. Well, I uh, no golden uh, golden ball. Oh, I'll take the top goal scorer then. Okay, fine. Okay, uh, so I'm I can't believe you've not gone Jude Bellingham to win the gold, the best player of the tournament for an England World Cup winning team. Uh, I'm going to go with Brazil to win the tournament, uh, and they are going uh, to beat England in the final. Um, and Vinicius Junior is going to win the golden ball. Um, and I believe that draws to a close proceedings. Thank you very much, Aaron Crosby, for making your podcast debut. Been a dream. <laughs> Indeed. Adam Walker, a pleasure to have you back on once again. Lovely. I'll um, sing a song for you in Qatar. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yes, enjoy your trip. And James Kennedy, thank you very much for taking time out of your rugby research to do a bit of football <laughs> work. Appreciate it, mate. What a delight. Can't wait to be rich. It's going to be amazing. Oh, Good luck to everyone that is part in this World Cup uh, and good luck to those of you who have a team that you can back wholeheartedly. Uh, Scotland, let's do uh, 2026, shall we?